The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Uh, welcome to the SWP Kids. It's a show with episodes every single weekday. Delightfully crammed with tales of Ottawa sports and whatever. James, how was the weekend? <laughs> and whatever. Whatever. Uh, weekend was fine, Stevie. Good. Uh, pick my... Pick myself up a new pair of glasses, Stevie. Um, so, I, I don't know, Steve. You know how sarcastic I can be. Yes. Okay. I got a little sensitive. So, I spent some cash on them, Stevie. Um, you can buy cheap glasses, right? You can buy, you know, they're advertised, $20. And, uh, but when you get there, it's like, oh, your lenses are progressive. Oh, okay, sorry. That's 1100 Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in for six hundred for uh, reading glasses, and when I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, I'll just wander over to Dollarama and stick with my three dollar right. glasses." Right. Yeah. Right. So I laid the dough down. I laid the five and change. No Stevie, way. Which? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, picked up a you know a pair of Ray Bans. Stevie need the new prescription. The eyes are the eyes are getting worse every couple uh-huh. of years. Um, and so so I was kind of happy with them, Steve. You know, I was, I, I was hanging out with a bunch of my daughter's friends. You know, they were all together, and I was there, and, and I was going. You know, I got to look like the young kids. You know, and uh, so I sent them to a friend of mine a picture. To a friend of mine, and you know, you got to use a little tact, Stevie. Okay, when when someone asks you, "What do you think of my new?" In this case, my new glasses. I got back the, and I got sensitive, Steve. I got a little pouty. I got back. <laughs> I got back the. All right, they're okay, I guess. Oh. Now, now, Stevie, if I only paid the 80, okay, for the glasses, I go, oh, yeah, okay. That's it. But you're laying down the big dough, right? And uh, human nature is, I'm going to send this out. Uh, here's some new glasses that I got, and you're going to go, they look fantastic. Those are great. No, yeah, they're okay. Not answering that, not answering that person's text anymore, Stevie. Yeah, no more. You're, you're right to cut them off, and you know that yeah. they're being—they were just being nice. You know that—that that clearly is not their original thought. Their original thought is like, "Oh my God!" Like you, are you? You look like the Elephant Man, or something. just something just like that level of horror. Uh, because you wouldn't go down that road if you even no. remotely kind of liked it. It's just you uh, buy a so- new car, Stevie. You buy a new house or something, and you give it the big. Hey, what do you think of this new? My, you know, my new whip. Stevie, as the kids say, for their car. What do you think of my new... That's beautiful. That's yeah. not... Even if you don't like it, you know? No, that They're okay. Yeah. F them, Stevie. They're off. They're out. Oh, <laughs> Blocked. No. Okay. Okay. Done. Done. And I just... I just keep going, Stevie, until someone gives me a compliment. It's like I got fired, Steve, from doing a gig. <laughs> okay? No. I did. I did. I got... I did a gig in, in uh, Edmonton, and I was hammered, and uh, it was a disaster. Okay, it was a disaster. And someone was there who uh, had hired me to do a future gig back in Ottawa. This mm-hmm. was in Edmonton when I did it. And then I got a call the next day from this uh, woman who was the organizer. I was to do this event. And uh, she you know, said, hello, Jim. Uh, listen, her opening line, Steve, was, you can keep the airline ticket we gave you, but, but we've decided not to use you for our upcoming event. Oh right? no! The tent, you know, my testicle, the elevator, Stevie, as I call it, you know, just dropped that feeling. I went, oh, yeah. One of our members it was for the Rotary Club. One of our members was at the event you were doing last night, and 
and they've decided that you drink too much. Oh, okay. To do that. Yeah. We don't want to roll the dice, you know, on our fundraiser. So I started phoning people, Stevie saying, Oh, is that right? Cause I knew a bunch of guys, you know, small world. And you know, you go to these events, Stevie, you run into, you know, 50 people that, you know, so I got on the phone, Steve, I said, called my buddy. Hey, Daryl, uh, you were at that event last night. And before I could finish the words, he goes, yeah, not your best side there, dude. Oh, oh, oh. is that right? Is that right, Daryl? Bang, hang up. See you later. Hey, Kevin, I was doing that thing. What were you doing there last night, Jimmy? Way over. Oh, is that right? Hey, Gallardo, it's Jimmy. What? God, man, whew, you let yourself go a little bit. Oh, just on and on and on, Stevie. Yeah, it's one. Yeah, it's one of the things that got me to go to treatment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little needy, I gotta say. You know, this yeah. is, as, as someone who does dish it out as you do, it does come off a little bit, a uh, little bit needy, needing your validation and stuff. But yeah, that's uh, that's yeah, yeah. At if least it ever, got you in the right direction, though, right? It did, it did. And if you ever want to know how you're doing in life, Stevie, okay, yeah, we're not going to leave that for you to decide in your own head. We're going to ask the people who you're surrounded with, okay? And you're going to get a rude awakening, okay? I, I did this. <laughs> I did this. Uh, when I went to treatment, Stevie, they have this exercise where you're all in a room together, uh, you know, about 10 or a dozen people, and they pass a pe piece of paper around. And on the piece of paper, they're asking you, what do you think of this person, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's anonymous. And then you're going to get back this, this piece of paper, Stevie, with 12 comments okay from your from your peers in this case the all the dudes i was in treatment with and i was saying oh this will be this will be unbelievable i've been nice to those guys i've done this i've done that i cooked for everyone it was kind of this good dynamic when i was there steve 30-day treatment facility full lockdown i said i can't wait stevie being the attention seeker that i am i can't wait to see see these comments got it back stevie unfold it first one uh, kind of mouthy. What? What? First? Okay. Number two. Uh, he's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number, number three. I find him hurtful. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. What? What? Okay, Stevie, about 10 out of 12. Okay. We're just uh, being pounded like a post, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, yeah, in, in, so. in there lies one of the great secrets of life. In that I think there's this fallacy out there that exists that, you know, humor at the expense of other people can sometimes be funny or they say things like, oh, I like that guy because he has an ability to laugh at himself. I can almost guarantee you, despite how people look on the outside, despite the fact they seem to be good with it and laughing along with things, I would say approximately 100% of the population does not like being mocked. Yeah, you know, it, it's... We, we call it self-deprecating. You know, I, I, I did uh, another gig for, for the Boston pizza chain. For years, I did it. They, they raised a bunch of money for the heart and stroke. And I did it for many years in a row. And then uh, the, the next year I was going to do it, I got tuned up from them saying, okay, you got to drop the language. You know, we've got an older clientele who's coming in this year, on and on and on. And I, I said, I can play it any way you want, man. Any way you want. You know, <laughs> I'm a professional. You know, I could do it. And so I really watched my P's and Q's, Stevie. And I finished the thing at the end. I thought, well, okay, that was not, not the way I want to do it, but I did what I was told. Okay, Stevie, as, as my friend said, are you ready to have someone else tell you how to do it? You know, and I said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to be a pig. 
Anyway, I finished the thing and this older lady came up to me and uh, she said, I need to just say something to you. And I'm like, so here, here we go. Everyone gather around, you know. She goes, you're the most disgusting human being I've ever heard. And I can't remember Ooh. saying, I can't remember saying anything. So you, th- you think you know, you think you know, Stevie. But anyway, those glasses are yep. okay, you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a, anyway, that's a long-winded yeah. way of saying, don't tell me my glasses are okay. Say they're nice. Yep. At least it's one of those things you can do something about, technically speaking. It's when when you when people do that and it, you're asking for opinion of things you can't change. Like, you, you think my nose is a little bit crooked or big or something like that? And they do the same sort of thing. And you're like, well, I can't do anything about that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> is it ever? It's like your house is one of the most beautiful properties I've seen in a long time. Thank you. I, I, I forget what I was there for. Oh, yeah, I went in July. Yeah, yeah I went. Uh, I was in Ottawa. And I went to your house and said, this thing's unbelievable. Okay, this is outstanding, this house. You know, but and all the work you've put into it. You know, we're we're living and dying. We're living vicariously through this this fifteen year renovation you're doing on this place, right? With septic <laughs> tanks and all this stuff, right? And, yeah. and I well, say you got to see you got to see Warrensy's house. It's unreal. But if someone ever, you know, if someone came onto your property now and went, oh, I I thought it'd be nicer actually, the yeah, way, yeah. right? I'd be like, get off the property. Yeah, I'd bury them in the septic tanks, Steve. <laughs> You yeah. go like they don't like it. Just come on. There's just have this big false hole, Stevie, over your septic tank, and say, "Yeah, but you haven't the- seen the whole yard. Come in the back. Yeah, just come over. Boom! Down they go, Steve, into a big pile of shit. Buried in the septic tank. I got lots of opportunities here to to get rid of the body. This is yeah. Because I got the well going. I got to find the well somewhere. It's buried somewhere, and I got to get it fixed and get a submersible pump done. I've got all kinds of opportunities to rectify the situation with all these yahoos saying the yeah. shit they say. Yeah, uh, exactly. we should get into the sports side of things. Let's do it, man. Lots happening. How about the Ryder Cup? I'll start there because I know that is your favorite little Ryder Cup action, and uh, certainly. It was a pretty special time for the Americans. Uh, not only did they have the youngest team in their history at the Ryder Cup, they have their most dominant Ryder Cup victory over the Europeans, winning the Ryder Cup on Sunday. And kind of to give you a little taste of what this thing means, because I know there's going to be a good chunk of our audience who say, ah, with a golf, I, I, I what a, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and even more, that's not a major, it's the Ryder Cup. What is that all about? To give you a feel for how important this is to the players you had on the European side, Rory McIlroy in tears throughout an entire three minute interview after it was over. And you had the biggest rivalry in golf in Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau teammates on the USA team, actually giving each other a hug. I'm sure you loved all the drama, James. Well, you know, the Ryder cup has always been uh, the great competition. You know, m- most of it, um, about the fans, right? That the fans are allowed to 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 go crazy at this thing. They're allowed to cheer for their country. If you saw it yesterday, if you watched any of it, one of the great little little uh, you know side stories they do, or how everyone dresses up, it looks like Halloween. You know that uh, it's on American soil. That you know it's going to be it's going to be biased, of course. So it had all that. It still does. But I came away from it this year, Stevie, um, with a different sense of the thing. Um, with certainly that example you gave about Rory was a lot of guys on that, uh, on those Ryder cup teams, you know, that I, I, how big it is for these kids, how big it is. Dustin Johnson mopped the floor, went five and oh, it was, you know, incredible what he did. 
and, and only four whole, guys in history have done that, by the way. Yeah, won all. First of all, played in all five matches, and then and then to win them all um, was was you know exceptional. And Dusty, of course, I got tons of time for. Um, but you know, Shane Lowry, for example, okay, they're, they're going to get waxed. Okay, they never they 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 lost three one in the first session, then they lose again three. They they lose three more matches, so it goes to whatever that was six two. And on and on and on. And I, th- I think it's 19-9 or something, right? There's 28 points up for grabs. So they get their asses handed to them. But at the end of it, um, you know, it was it was all this talk about guys um, being overwhelmed, overwhelmed, including Rory, including a bunch of other guys, about playing for their country. Rory, okay, who's been trying to get a Masters, uh, you know, has won a bunch of majors, um, you know, unequivocally said, this is bigger than anything. This thing is bigger than anything. And to win a match, Stevie, Shane Lowry, who was, you know, there's a bunch, kind of bunch of no names, right? If you only watch golf peripherally, you're going to look at it and go, okay, what, who's Terrell Hatton? Who's this Fitzpatrick guy? <laughs> okay. Shane Lowry won the Open. It was one of the most, you know, under the radar, he won the British Open uh, victories in, in a long time. But this kid, they were down and out. They were going to lose. There was no doubt. And he was in a match that would would have nothing to do with it, okay? And he was down, you know, he was he was three down, three or four down at one point, I think through eight or nine holes. And they were showing this guy play. And he made a putt to tie a hole, okay, to stay four down or something. And he made this part putt. And he, he, he just exploded with celebration, you know? And, and in the end, you know, it's just a, it's a thrill of a lifetime and it is a unbelievable accomplishment to get invited to play on a Ryder cup team to represent your country. And this kid came away saying, I'll tell you what I got. I won a match at the Ryder cup. I won a bloody match at the Ryder cup, which is an incredible feat, you know? And and that's what I came away from this year. I don't, I, you know, I don't know how you looked at it or saw it, but, um, I'm, I guess I'm getting a little mellow in my old age, you know, that there wasn't a bunch of talk as there is in other Ryder Cups when the teams win, Stevie, it's, it's you know, been closer over the years. And when they do, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Go U.S., go U.S., you know, or go, you know, Europe, yeah. See you later. Woo, we win, you know. And, and it seemed to be none of that, you know. It seemed to be none of that, that they all came away going. You know, Steve Stricker, the, the captain, could hardly talk. Every time they put a microphone in his face, yeah, you know, to try and, and of course, it's always, what does this mean? You know, what does this mean to you? And and it it obviously means a whole bunch of different things than me sitting there going. It means that we're the best. It means that we're the best. It means that we're the best. That, that was only a couple of times that I heard that. So I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? Hard, I honestly have a hard time embracing the Ryder Cup. I'm blocking you right now. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. You don't I, like I, my glasses? Yeah. No, I like your glasses fine, and I like the Ryder Cup fine. I just, uh, I, I mean, I get, I don't get the patriotism because I'm a Canadian fan. You know, I, America's our closest geographical friends. My roots are in Europe. So I don't really have any sort of raw, raw patriotism going into the thing. But it's hard not to embrace to some degree because it seems to mean so much to them. And you kind of get sucked into that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely good television. I'll say that. And uh, it's one of those deals where... There's a, I guess, this American arrogance that right. uh, the rest of the ro- world really wants to see Europe win that thing, 
Well, it's just one country against uh, all the countries of Europe. That's arrogant to even have a mm-hmm. Ryder Cup like this. But you can't get past the fact that, I mean, this year in particular, I mean, Europe's been pretty dominant, um, you know, in uh, the last recent history. But right. uh, to have the, you know, yeah, they have four of the five top guys in the world on that thing in Johnson, Morikawa, Cantley, and Shoffley. And mm-hmm. they went out and those guys, those four guys alone, 14, one and two. Right. So you knew going in that uh, things were stacked on America's side. But just from a personal standpoint, you asked me what I think of the Ryder Cup. I really enjoy it, but I can't get, I can't sort of uh, wrap myself up in the emotion that some golf fans can. Well, you know, I guess when the thing started, right, there were two tours. And then, you know, when the European tour got better and better and better, I guess that's the, the Ryder Cup's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. So I guess they say, okay, well, the, the, you know, the biggest tour in the world is the PGA. There's no doubt about it, right? It's the greatest tour. So, but, but it's, but it's, it, it's not just Americans who play on that tour, you know, obviously. So the, the America is going to take on Europe. Um, so you got one country here taking on a bunch of different countries and, and obviously golf has improved so much over the years in Europe. So I think one of the, one of the things I keep looking at now in our era is, well, well, America wants to be the best. I get it. I get it. That's what makes all the drama for this thing. But uh, we've come to a point now where they're not beating the best. Okay. That if you want to, I, I like the idea, Stevie, if you think you're great, well then take on the best people in the world. So now what you're missing are other players outside of Europe, Stevie. Louis Ustazen, for example, where, you know, he doesn't get to play in that. Cameron Smith, this kid from Australia, you know, is lighting it up. Abraham Answer, you know, is doing Hideki, you know, Hideki just won the Masters. So there's a bunch of guys that I always thought, if you want to have a, an unreal event and, and the braggadocious America, like you say, Stevie, the arrogance of them to say, okay, everyone wants to beat us. Everyone wants to beat us. And the answer to that is, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. But I wonder if it's time, you know, to say, okay, there's a, you know, Asia, Stevie has just exploded with golf over the years. You know, this just in, right. That's an old story. And, and so many other countries, you know, are, have got players who are ranked in the, I, I don't know. Let me, let me stand down for a sec. Let me just, I've got it right here in front of me. Um, so when you go down the list, you end up, you know, Rom Johnson, Morikawa, Cantley, Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Bryson, the top seven guys are in that thing. And then you got Louis Eastays and sneaks in there at eighth. Uh, I said Abraham Answer, you know, is in there. Hideki, a uh, b- bunch of other guys, you know, from around the world. That, that Cameron Smith, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I wonder if uh, Joaquin Neiman, you know, is a great player. So, but they're not allowed to play. He, he may have been. Sorry, I got the wrong, wrong guy there. But anyway, there's other guys from around the world that I think should be in that thing. Uh, but all that being said, it was, uh, I came away with a different feeling about how much it meant to these young young kids, you know. Um, it was great. It was great. Is there any I'd, other I'd love to go like this that has that sort of a thing where it's America versus everybody, you know, in Europe, in this case, you get the president's cup, which is sort of the same drill, different, mm-hmm. uh, different kind of opponent, but, but no Europe. We- yeah. But it just seems weird to me to have, uh, you know, it's like the Olympics now, the Olympics is going to be America. And then the, everybody else is representing the rest of the world, America right. versus everyone else. I just, I find the notion of that arrogant just just the existence of it but mm-hmm. uh anyway it's it's definitely a great a great uh a tournament with 
with a great history for sure. And given that Europe had won nine of the last 12, you'd think that that might take, might take some of the uh, braggadociousness out of the Americans. And I don't think they came across as obnoxious or anything like that, but uh, right. Well, speaking of obnoxious, Bryson DeChambeau would be near the top of that list. But when he's playing for America, I'm sure that uh, those who aren't big fans of DeChambeau were right on board with that thing, like right out of the gate, I think, in his first round, uh, first hole on Sunday. What, do you have, like an eagle on the par four first hole, I think? Yeah, I I, I lost track of what what he was trying to do on all the holes, right? It's always like, okay, here's the shot. Oh, no, hang on. No, here's Bryson. Yeah, he's he's going to hook this thing two holes over. Okay, and draw it back into the middle of the fairway, hoping it gets into the front left bunker on yep. this 462-yard par four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> okay, of course he is. Yes, right. <laughs> well, to see the way he lined up for that opening drive, he's basically, because it's a dog leg right, and he's basically cutting it, right? And so yeah. he just blasts it. It's one thing to, you know, you always know you're at some level of risk if you're standing in the gallery as a golf fan, but this guy's lining up, aiming straight at your head, Right. And uh, you're just hoping like you hoping he doesn't shank it or anything or just, you know, laser something and he gets the height he needs. But it's kind of a weird thing to see a guy on the PGA Tour on a par four where he is aiming directly at the guys standing in the gallery because nobody else was thinking of going for the green uh, except for DeChambeau. He's the right. only guy who had an eagle on that hole. The good story to watch now, right, is he's entered into the world long drive competition. Right. And uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be cool to see what happens there. Well, you're right. Um, it starts actually today as we record this. He announced on his Instagram account he's going to participate in the Pro Long Driver Association World Championship in Nevada, and that starts on September 27th. And I don't know. To me, that's like entering yourself in the home run derby while you're going good. Yeah. Because well, yeah, well, those you're... guys get in the home First run place. derby, and they're out there overswinging, right? Like trying to hammer about, you know, 60 home runs in the co- and, right. and, during the thing and. Sometimes it mucks with your swing a little bit. And I got to think that uh, the absolute ferocity of swing that you need to be in the world long drive contest. It's got, I mean, even for a guy like DeChambeau could potentially muck with things. Well, look it up, folks. Your little YouTube homework is go watch these guys. You know, try, it, it's like, did he just, did the head of the golf club when he took it back come way back past his shoulders and then wrapped it around his whole body yeah like yeah i don't know if you've ever seen it. anyway that'll be if you're not hitting it over 400 regularly you probably don't have a chance to win that you got game. no shot right yeah it's too much it's too much we'll take a time out on the program when we come back a little hockey talk after these words are you on hold right now with the insurance website you use for convenience just text me and see how much more convenient that is I'll take care of the problem for you and maybe even save you a little money along the way. And you can go back to watching the football game instead. Text 860-6008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Everybody knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle your automotive needs, but they are also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply all kinds of great companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities from the small delivery van right up to the big F-750. So whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, or any gig where you need a big truck, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck, customized for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. 
So, James, the mighty Senators got it going in the preseason, their first preseason game in mm-hmm. lovely downtown Winnipeg, Manitoba, where I guess they could just fill the place up now. I guess their rules are such where they can have a full building, and uh, it was. And the Sens come on and win 3-2 in overtime. They won the shootout, which was already decided that it was something they would do regardless of circumstances in the game. But certainly there are a couple of notable performances by Ottawa Senator players. It was interesting after the first intermission, Tessa Bonham, Craig Button, and Mike Johnson were all talking about, well, one of the weaknesses is that second line center role. And yet in the very same game they're talking about, you had rookies Shane Pinto and Ridley Gregg, both centers, absolutely having fantastic games. You saw the Ridley Gregg goal, one of those sort of dangle through your own legs, backhander to open the scoring. He'd later get thrown out for cross-checking Pierre-Luc Dubois in the face. So that game will kind of be remembered by me as, oh, remember that game? That was the game where Ridley Gregg got that goal, that unbelievable dangle, and then knocked out the chicklets of Pierre-Luc Dubois. So that's all I remember that game. But Shane Pinto was amazing in the game. Tremendous two-way hockey and a fantastic goal in overtime to salt it away for the Sens. And you will never see, because of that whole shootout thing, you'll never see a less celebrated overtime goal, and a beauty, by the way, total solo effort, than that one because uh, the shootout was already decided, so nobody came off the bench. Two guys came over in the three-on-three to congratulate him, and that was it. So Shane Pinto must have been like, well, kind of expected more of a big deal after that one after an overtime-winning goal. You know, it's kind of like I always preach that don't worry, it's exhibition. You know, Stevie, don't 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 put too much weight on this thing. But if you're the Ottawa Senators and you're a fan, uh, you know, talk to the fan who, who's pumped up about, hey, this is the first game of the year here. Let's see, let's see what the Sens got, man. Let's hopefully they'll be okay. So it probably means a lot more, Stevie, to someone uh, who's a fan of a team that hasn't done much right in the last little while, who's getting tired, Stevie, of hearing. You know, it's a rebuild. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The results have been bad. Playoffs, you know, non-existent for them. Uh, you know, I kind—I I watched it yesterday going, yes, all right, sends, win a game. Yeah, yeah, good. Here we go. That's, that's, that's what I felt yesterday. All right, we're on our way, Stevie. We're on our yep. way. Look out, you know. So, when you look at things and measure things in the, uh, the macro versus the micro, um, you say to yourself, okay, in the big picture, it doesn't mean squat, but while you're living it, you know, hockey's back. Fall has arrived, by the way. This Friday is the start of October. So this is the great solace. The thing that gets me through the winter months that we have sure. in this godforsaken frozen tundra um, more than anything else. That's the hockey season ahead and the Senators mostly. Uh, they're the team yep. that I watch every game. I don't miss one. I bet I've missed, uh, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 in the, entire history of the Sens organization. So I'm safe to say I'm into it. And it sure is a lot nicer when you feel like you're going to be entertained when you sit down to watch the local glory and you feel like they have a chance to potentially make the playoffs. I know right. I'm, I'm probably the only guy in the city that's thinking that most people are not, but uh, we shall see. And certainly we saw some good signs last night. A lot of skill on this team right now. A lot right. of skill. We shall take a timeout. Back with final thoughts after these words. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? 
Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Did you know that Jim K. Ford has been around since 1982, one of the longest-running dealerships in all of the land? And by land, I mean Ottawa. The K. family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. See what they're all about? Shop for your next vehicle and then make your appointment today at jimkford.com, 438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell a family home last year. He set aside a budget to help us out with painting, cleaning, staging, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. And he could do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers, and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. James, as we head out the door, any final thoughts today? Oh, I watched Shawshank Redemption. That's what it was. You told me it's your favorite movie of all time. I sat down and watched it the other night. You've never seen it? Never saw it before. Wow. What'd you think? Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's a great movie. Yeah, it, it really is. Especially for its time, right? It's a, That's a pretty old movie. It might be 30 years old, that movie now. I don't know. Or, or Yeah, it's, I think, 28. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, good, great, great flick. Really great flick. At the time of all these Marvel movies and all this different shit that's going on that, pe- that people are watching, uh, it was it was fantastic. Fantastic story. Yeah. On on tons of levels you know about the about the you know human nature uh you know under a circumstance that it would just be you know they're in prison right it's the story of these two guys and then other side characters who end up in jail together tim robbins and uh um morgan Mor- freeman morgan freeman yeah i see yeah. i knew it i knew there was no way you could get through this discussion without trying a morgan freeman impression well stevie that was good Get busy living or get busy dying. That's goddamn yeah. right. Um. Anyway, yeah, real a great, great flick. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great one. So you know what's uh, not great is Midnight Mass. I sat down. It's a seven episode. I don't know if it's first season or only season. I pray that it's the only season. It was uh, same director who did all the um, Haunting at Bly House, Haunting at Hill House. Oh. So it's meant to be a scary movie and everything and. The cast was pretty good. It's it's well filmed. It's nice to look at. The first three episodes, I was just wrapped up completely in it, but the Uh-oh. last four, it just like it just took this weird, silly oh, no. plot turn, and I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. But most of all, just stopping the action like you would in a play or something. You've been to plays before, right? Sure. Where yeah, love love it. Yeah, well, sometimes they get silly though because you're having dialogue back and forth, and then someone steps away from the scene and everybody freezes and they start addressing the audience and they go on this long. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. They, they didn't do that badly, but it, they might as well have like the, they just basically everything stopped. So, so character X could have this weird, long out of place monologue and is so preachy as well with right. all the, you know, like, like the, like the director had the meaning of life all figured out and he had to share it with us. Right. That was tedious and awful. So don't watch Midnight Mass. Can't recommend. Okay, I that. won't. I started watching it on Prime. I want to say Lou LaRoe. Okay. Uh, it it it's yeah. It, it, I watched one episode of it, but it's one of these shows where these people you just 
you just kind of despise them. They went right. into a bit. It's a real thing, docuseries, um, where they they came up with this multi-level marketing thing. And then, you know, these stories, Steve, where they screwed everyone in the end and they get caught. I right. think, I think it's on prime. I watched the first show last night. I'm like, I'm into this. It's oh, yeah? terrible, Steve. It's terrible, Stevie, how I can, um, you know, that how I can make myself feel really good by watching someone go down in flames. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> All right. You know let us I mean? come. Yeah. <laughs> That's my writer cuff. Oh yeah. You're done, dude. You're done. Good. I don't think I'd give any more Netflix recommendations for the next little while. NHL is here. NFL is here. The Blue Jays are entering right. the final week of their season. It's pretty damn good in sports right now. So uh, with that, we'll take our leave. Don't forget our website. Let's is- go Jays. No. Did I get no. that right? Nope. Terrible. SteveWProject.com is our website. Okay, Blue Jays. Let's play ball. Okay, Blue Jays. What is it? Okay, no. Blue Jays. In our next episode, we'll see if you can get it. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.